Your boy Ziggler Wiggle, you understand me? Back at you like I left, so I'm looking at you, check this out. No Lazine TV, you understand me? We represent New Orleans. This man traveled all over the world. In the name of Jesus, we believe. No Lazine TV. It's B Doctor. You're tuning to No Lazine TV. You heard me? You know, before we start this interview, I want to give you, I'm like, all your flowers, why you just smell it? Right, right, right. So, be doctor, and let's welcome to the vault, baby. <laughs> welcome to the vault, body, head style, you already know. All right. So, like, tell everybody where you from. I'm from the Seven Wall, New Orleans. Seven Wall. Seven like, Wall. Growing up in the Seven Wall. All, all around the Seven Wall, from, from back of town, front of town, to the St. Bernard Project. And so how was it like, you know, growing up in the Seven War? And for like the people who don't know? Well, I mean, it's just like your average, you know, hood, you know. Bad kids, you know, not wanting to go to school sometimes, you know. Getting into all kind of trouble from time to time, you know what I'm saying? Average kid stuff, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, so growing up, I mean, who influenced you for us to, uh, and before us to uh, like start making music in, in being one, I'm like, being one. I'm a music producer. Um, basically, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, KLC, Manny Fresh, you know, Lil John, you know, uh, the people who paid away before me, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was some of my inspirations before I got into the game. Okay. And so let's bring it back. And so tell us, um, when did you actually get into the game? I mean, what year? <laughs> Man. 19, probably 96, 96, from 96, you know, I started as a rapper, you know, Seven Walk Soldier, Lil Soldier, I started that first, and then, you know, I became a producer, you know what I'm saying? So, but you know. I've been in the game for a long time, you know, way before the rap, I mean, way before the producing, you know what I'm saying? So, you paved your way. Right. So, you know, I'm like, when was your first... I'm like big song on that the whole I'm like New Orleans ever heard. Um, I say in um probably in two thousand and two, I had um Rocky Body with Chopper, you know, as Lil Soldier. I had a video out that was on BET Uncut for like two years straight, you know. What I'm saying? I miss BET Uncut. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that, was, that was what was up. Yeah. Hey, you brought me back again with and Cut. BET and Cut, for real. Okay, and so fast forward, you know. Uh, well, actually, before we, you know, I say this. Long live, on Mr. Magic. Rest in peace, Mr. Magic, free BG. And so how did y'all actually, I'm like, meet? I'm um, actually before the record. Basically, um, my best friend, Mr. B, Barrett, you know, he, he like hooked us up, you know, that's his brother, you know, so. You know, he been telling Magic about me and told him, you know, you gotta get with this dude, but Magic was on the road doing a lot of things and things, so it took him a while before we actually connect. But when we connected, it was on after that. I did every single since, you know, he, he you know, left no limit at the time. Okay. Um, so tell us, I'm like, what was the first, I'm like, single, I mean, actually, I'm like, made together. Um, damn, that's a <laughs> that's a crazy question, cause 
Um, boy, we did a lot of songs. I, I could probably say Acting Bad, you know, Do What You Do, Ma, Acting Bad. I was probably one of the first songs. Then Night War Remix. Man, that song Night War. Oh, man. Yeah. That's the first time I never realized. <laughs> I never realized that the Night War was that big going to right. these boys. Right. But a lot of people don't even know it was my track. You know? And like I said, I did every single for Mr. Magic prior to leaving No Limit. You know what I'm saying? Since he had left No Limit. Okay. So, you know. And but y'all mainstream song, and but I smoke, I drink, like you know, and like bring us. I'm into the process of actually making that song. And because you had, a, and because you had, and because people don't know, if they had a lot of different artists on that song. Right, right, right. Basically, it started in in, in Mr. Magic Kitchen because I used to um like travel on the road a lot. I used to have like a um a, a mobile studio, and I used to go around with my little bag and my beat machine and all that in a, in a suitcase and I pulled up to his house in Baton Rouge and um, I, I could remember him jumping around talking about we don't give a damn go on throw it up you know what I'm saying he was listening to the young bloods and he was like man I need something like this you know what I'm saying so I was like man cut that off and that's how I smoke I drink came about you know what I'm saying it started from listening to that song and being inspired by something little John made and and I wound up you know cutting that off and we made that in 45 minutes okay and so far as like the features I mean how did that actually come about well magic was um always cool with true entertainment with Boosie and them you know so you know, he wound up getting Boosie. He, he was like, you know, it was a good look to put Boosie on because Boosie was, you know, burning up in BR at the time. So he wound up putting Boosie on there and um, Youngbleed um, from No Limit, forming No Limit, you right. know what I'm saying? So that's how that connected first. That was the first one. That was the first one. Right. So, you know, and so how long it took for y'all to actually meet, I'm like, Rod Jones and like, you know, and like, Technically, I'm like go through that deal and actually put the song back out as a remix. I mean, if, well, the if song the world um, Magic was already cool with right. Roy Jones. You know, it was um, cool already. So basically, the song was already generating a lot of buzz. You know, like it 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 came out the third week. It was already like smoking in Baton Rouge. Like they was going crazy off it. So. Roy wound up, you know, listening and hearing about the song. The song was already climbing up the charts, so he wound up getting with Magic, and he wound up taking over, and it wound up being Roy Jones' song. So then Roy wound up, you know, putting the Young Blood song there, and that's how we wound up doing a um, remix to it, right? And making the national, you know, with Universal. And like the world heard your name. Right, because right. you're the first name that was shot out on that. Right, right, and and I appreciate him for that. You know what I'm saying? Because without that, you know, nobody probably wouldn't have never knew who I was. Right. Okay. So you know, being one, I'm like music producer. Growing up, I'm like in New Orleans, and actually putting out music actually before social media in Hurricane Katrina. Like I want you to tell us, I'm like the difference between like putting your music out out back then and versus now. I mean, back then it was it was more like you had to be on hands, you know, with things like that back then. You had to be more like, you know, like traveling a lot and because social media and all that wasn't around at the time. 
So um, you had to like basically like do everything, you know, manually. You know, social media made it better for the, you know, new generation because, you know, everything is from a click of a computer or a telephone now. So, you know, that's the difference. The hustle was a little bit different back then, you know what I'm saying? Because you had to go town to town to town, you know, to put a record out and, you know, get it buzzing, you know what I'm saying? Right. Speaking of town to town to town, everybody, you know, but I always speak on this. I tell most artists, you got to go through the on the chitlin circuit you got to go to them small towns like yeah. a lot of artists don't realize that right everything just you know make a song throw it on social media it's gonna go somewhere right right but you right. gotta build that fan base definitely you definitely gotta go through the you know through the country towns you know because that's where it's popping at you know that's what make you popular you're believe it or not you know? and i tell people like boosie still gets shows off the chitlin circuit hell yeah he gonna, he gonna always get shows for the rest of his life for just real that. for real for real, for real, he don't even like have even Chopper. Yeah, a lot yeah. of artists, you know, that came from the city, you know, in Louisiana, you know, can go from here, from Texas all the way down to, you know, um, Alabama, Virginia, Georgia, all the way to Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, real talk. And you actually seen that, you know, you've been on the road, you experienced all that, right? And right. like, I'm pretty sure you, you can still go to, the, you know. It's a, like some of them are like small towns and the people still gonna remember who you is. Right, right, right. And they gonna tell you stories like, damn, I remember this. Right, right, right. That was like a, you know, popping song during the time, you know what I'm saying? You know, and like I said, by them putting Beat Doctor in the beginning, a lot of people actually thought, you know, it's my song. Right, you know I thought saying? it was your song. Like, you know, in my mind, you know, bring it, like, if I bring it to nine, I would think it was more like a, more like a DJ Khaled type of thing. Right. Because so many artists was on the song, right. and they just shouted you out at the beginning. Right, 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 right. So, like, that kind of, like, put me in the dope, you know, with other artists, you know, that didn't know about me, you know what I'm saying? But I actually started out with BG, to be honest, you know, before, you know, me and Mr. Magic made it that was, year. It was so we was already in the street. Yeah, free BG. Shout out, free BG. So, already speaking on BG, Right, what was the first beat and song on that the city heard? I'm, I'm actually from I'm like you and BG. Reality check. Okay. The song, the song where he was, you know, dissing like you know the Cash Money artist. You know that was my actually my beat. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know that either. Yeah, but I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, that was like one of the first songs because like when. Magic left No Limit and BG left Cash Money. I was like the producer, you know, for both of them. Okay. Yeah, so I did like nine on Living Legend. Living Legend album, yeah. And, and I rapped on it. Yeah. And you rapped on it? Yeah. Like, you know, you gotta tell the world. Alright, which song that you rapped on so they can go back and check that out? Um, I gotta remember. It was For The Money. <laughs> okay. For The Money. And I knew it was a long time ago, so yeah. I knew you had to like, you it know, was, you had to think yeah, about it. Real talk, yeah. I didn't, I didn't deal with all of them. And from BG, I dealt with um the D boys, you know, all, all the old. Along Stones, yeah. shout out that, shout out that all day, you know. Okay, and so how did you actually come up on with the name? I'm a beat doctor. Well, we was in the studio like cooking up one day and um. My homie T, we rest in peace. He was like, you be doctoring on the beach, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. So 
we wound up putting beat with doctor, and there you go. So that's how we wound up, you know, putting putting it together. You know what I'm saying? Like you doing surgery on them beats. You know what I'm saying? So that's so how I wound up. Okay, so you're a real doctor. All day. <laughs> you Okay. And so far as being one music artist and producer, tell us what I'm gonna separate you. What separates me is my own lane and my own style. I have my own style. I don't feel like I sound like nobody, you know? So that's what separates me from the rest, you know? Besides me being humble, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And so being, I'm like in the music industry, probably 15, 20 years plus, like tell us what do you enjoy most about being a, being in the music industry, and tell us what do you actually, I'm a hate about being in the music industry. <coughs> well, I mean, what I love about it is the passion of just making good music and making, you know what I'm saying, I have a love just for the music and making good stuff. So, you know, and what I hate about it is the the new way, you know, the new generation is turning the game to, you know, making making a lot of people who work something trying to make, you know, the the, the different stuff like less, like, you know, if, if, if it makes sense, like, you know, you could sell a beat for two thousand dollars, or you could sell a beat for five thousand dollars, but they got cats on the internet selling beats for ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you know that's something I hate about the game. You know what I'm saying? You got to get what you work. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Hey, but it definitely makes sense to me. Right. And never let nobody, you know, shortchange. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so far as like you know. If you're still in the music industry, but you're still in New Orleans, like far as like the brand new artists, like in New Orleans, do you feel like you know they can support each other? In New Orleans? Yeah. Nah, I mean, I don't, I don't see. Maybe from the outside looking, you know, from the outside age, in, you know. Yeah, from the outside looking in, it's like it's a little different now. You know, New Orleans have always been everybody for themselves. And everybody in their own lane, you know what I'm saying? You know, everybody got their own, you know, their own lane, their own brand. You know, everybody trying to make it to the top. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I just think that if we had unity like Atlanta, we'd be like a, a, a big city right now, popping with the music, you know, but everybody, you know, don't want to come together and, and link up and make hits together, you know what I'm saying? Which it would be good if we do it, you know what I'm saying? You know, right. well, time will tell. Well, just me looking on the outside, looking at it, I would actually wish that like all the older producers who like made hits to the industry right. would actually on like collab and like grab and like a few young artists who they actually see, who they like, right. and like put them all on, on just one tape. If, if like for the whole world to see, yeah, like, you know, the Beat Doctor, Beats by the Power Man, the right, first, right. they just put it like, but they just make one or like two and like whole albums just put it out for the world here that'll with brand fire. new artists that'll be fire and i'm with it and like for the world to actually hear it with a brand new bg right and like a new you know somebody who's young coming up grimy hungry right right able to new wayne like you know we have talent here we just have to you know able to find that you know able to find that way just to get them out of here 
Right, right, right. I, I think if a lot of people, you know, do come together, you know, and stop that, you know, beefing with each other, I think it would be something well, uh, good for the for, city. And before my personal like experience with, with just it was just dealing with artists hands on, I just think a lot of people ain't making no money. I think if they made like money and like right. had shit to lose, then they probably move a little different. Right, right, right. But a lot of the big dogs could change that. You know right. what I'm saying? That's like, why. I, 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 that's the reason why I pointed. Like you know, you, the man for us, right. and KL could actually get together and like right. put these artists and actually make it make sense. Right. Well, um, shout out to um Rod Smooth. In Rod Smooth, because he he actually was trying to you know put that together. You know, not too long ago, getting all of us in one room. You know. Me, man, and fresh, and a lot of other um local producers, you know what I'm saying, and thing like that. Stuff. So he actually was headed that way of what you. I think about. it happened future because you know, if like producers and like artists are different. Like producers don't mind working with each other here. Right. It's the artists because you know it's different territory, hood beef, different things right. going on, and different egos. Right. Right. Like, but I think you know artists have to go in the studio and actually listen to like people who they actually or look up to. Right. And instead of going there and just meet like a brand new producer who don't really have the the full or like credentials mm -hmm. as of you are KL or man, you're brides. Right, right, right. So but I think I already listen more. I think I think um we gonna make it happen in the near future gospel life, you know what I'm saying? Well, Hey, but I want to see it happen. <laughs> real talk, real talk. But um I big up to you and what you doing with this with this podcast, you know, and thing like that. You know, I think it's nice, man. But I appreciate you. Audition. Okay. So, you know, it would tell us, you know, far as like back in the day. Like, because like a lot of artists don't like realize this because you was a music artist too. Tell them how important it is to actually, I'm like, invest in yourself. Like, you know, like a lot of artists just think that, you know, you could pay for studio time and video and like they don't want to pay to get on like, you know, with the radio skits, paying for the being like media outlets, traveling. Like, you know, I want you to tell. But the importance it is to actually I'm like investing in your career. Basically, you know, um investing in your career is, is it, it'll take you far, you know what I'm saying? It's how much you believe in yourself. You know, you gotta believe in yourself and put every dollar that you spend, you know, into this here if you wanna see something happen for yourself, you know what I'm saying? But if you want it bad enough, just like you can go buy, you know, a Gucci belt for six hundred dollars with no problem. You want want this studio, or you want these beats, or you wanna you know get up there in the game that you will invest in yourself. You know what I'm saying? You know it's just how bad you want it. You know what I'm saying? If you want it bad enough, yeah. Facts. I respect that. <laughs> so, you know, hey, but tell us, I'm like, what's next for you? Hey, but do you plan on like signing artists, dropping merch? You know? Yeah. Well, well, I have, I have, you know, a few artists. Um, um. Um, greeted, you know, BDMG greeted, um, Young F, um, brother, Shay Shay, you know, R&B Shay Shay, you know, so I'm already working with artists already, you know, I've been working with for a, a, a very long time now, like we putting things together, then also I have an album that I'm putting together that I collaborated with a lot of people from around the city this time, you know what I'm saying, around, and also national artists as well, you know. Okay, and also, uh, but last but not least, tell everybody. I'm like, who, tell everybody. I'm like, where can they actually find you at on social media and just other on like music platforms? 
Well, I'm, I'm Beat Doctor Twelve on Instagram. Uh, Ryan the Beat Doctor Griffin on Facebook, and um, you know, um, just Google Beat Doctor. You know, Beat Doctor Music, and that's music spelled with a Z. All right, we done. Bow. Ow! Wait a minute. No, Lazine, make them old screen. You understand me? You want a t-shirt? You want to have a wife beater with a hole in it? You want to pair a short pair with six holes in it with all your coochie hanging out on the side? Holler at your people, baby. Ziggler Wiggy, you understand me? Lightning cock on this B-L-O-C-K, you understand me? A beautiful day.